Hello, and welcome to episode 34 of First Geek for 11. I'm your host, Deanna Davenport. With me, as always, is the incredible singing Chris Nicolay. How are you oh, doing? thank you. I'm doing well. <laughs> well, thank you. I give up much. <laughs> I can't even do that and proper imp- impersonation. <laughs> impersonation. And returning <laughs> to the podcast, thankfully, is the one and only Cam and Franklin. Welcome oh, back. What's my name? Cameron Franklin. Okay. Christopher Nicolay. I definitely, I definitely heard Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> I am back. New nickname. There, there may or may not be less Jurassic Park singing in this episode. So we'll see. <laughs> we need to move on, Chris. Cameron's back. We can't have fun anymore. Y'all can't have the singing oh, episode I can have again. more fun now. <laughs> so Yeah, you get to psychologically torture me again because I'm back. So. Ain't that the truth. So what have you guys been up to lately? Who hey, you want to go first? Stuffy stuff? Uh, we'll let Cameron go first. Okay, so... um, <laughs> Did we just make the assumption Deanna forgot which of us was which again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then she made that clarifier since he's back. I was like, oh, no, I was always there. So can't I mean, be me, the never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I wasn't on last week because I was at camp. Um, with the uh, with some of the, the local um, youth groups. And so it was a lot of fun. Um, so some of the stuff that I have that I've been up to was actually from before camp or whatever. But um, one of the things that happened at camp was I um, basically read all of Ready Player One. So Woo. and knocked it out. Um, it was really good. I liked it a lot. Um, the, the author does a really good job at handling like the time side of it because it's just, like... It's like up and six months passed and Mm -hmm. that doesn't make you like sit through all of this like research of them trying to figure out all these clues. It's just kind of like up and this happened and it took a long time and we're moving on to actual story. And Mm -hmm. so I really liked that. Um, I liked the idea. I'm interested to see how the movie is going to go because it just seems like a legal nightmare with everyone having rights to all of this stuff. And there are like certain things that are a big deal that like have rights. seem hard to get the rights for. Like I don't want to go because some of them is kind of spoilery, but like there's just like a lot of stuff in there that seems like copyright, like insanity. And so yeah. we'll see. It's saying it says the, the book says some really good like things on like virtual reality and like escapism and addiction and stuff like that. Um, and so I'm hoping that the movie will, ca- or, uh, will um, carry over some of those like actually really good conversation pieces, but we'll see. Um, let's see. Also at camp, um, some of the guys made their own version of Flux that was all like camp related like jokes. And so one of them is like, because you're not allowed to eat with your elbows on the table. And so one of the cards was referencing that. And so if you catch your opponents with their elbows on the table during the game, you can call them out. <laughs> make them basically have to do a certain thing um and so it was really cool do to play thing. it was fun to see like the inside jokes and like i said and the locations were all camp locations and stuff like that and so um it was cool they actually got it like like custom printed so it's on like actual like cards and not like on paper and so and then let's see what else right before i left i started watching agents of shield like the most recent season with Ghost Rider. 
Ooh. How does that make you? He's feel? in there. Yeah. It is literally called Agents of Shield Ghost Rider. It's not Nick Cage, is it? No, it is thankfully not the National Treasure that is Nick Cage. Oh, because you know I what mean, I fear most. Unfortunately, it's not the National Treasure that is Nick Cage. <laughs> we could all be trapped in a cage. No, I'm like Eowyn. I The only thing I fear is a cage. But shout out to Jesse Carey and watching yeah, 24 exactly, hours that's straight exactly of I was gonna... <laughs> Nick Cage movies. That sounds so, horrible. <laughs> he did it. Um, He's a fundraising. True Do crazy hero. things for it. Oh, okay. Um, if people were donating money for every like ridiculous movie that y'all made me watch, <laughs> I would probably be much happier about doing it. There's an idea. One day. Hey, listeners. If you'd <laughs> so, like us to monetize, to turn like that if, into a charity. I will say, like, if we ever do a Patreon thing, that can be one of the tiers. And then it'll be like... A, well, like, what they can do is, like, send in your suggestion for a movie to make him watch... And you can only like, and you can you can only do that with like a certain donation. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get that figured out later. Um, and so yeah, I started watching Agents of Shield. It's a whole lot of okay. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of just how that show is. Um, I just wanted something to watch. And then I started playing Sundered, um, which is a game that I talked about two weeks ago. Um, that was like an indie game that I played at Pax uh, Pax East. And so it's a roguelike. It's a lot of fun. I have, like, four of the six powers so far, and so it's kind of like a roguelike mixed with Castlevania. And so um, and so you, like, are going back and forth after you get any, or Metroidvania, after you get new things. Um, you, you can go back and ac- ex- um, access new areas and stuff like that. And so it's really cool. Um, I highly recommend. Ask, how do you know what Castlevania is like? I thought you've never played it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but I know what the genre of game is, and that's a... Um, and so what else? I also, um, I mentioned it before about the PAX, oh, not PAX, the, um, Prime Day goof with board games. Did you get it? Um, and so, um, yeah, so I got Dead of Winter, A Long Night from Jason. Um, I, my broken token organizer is coming for it tomorrow. And so I'm excited to put all that together. I got it all, um, punched today and all the standees going. Um, and so... I'll have the actual thing set up um, and ready to go for board game night on Saturday. And then, see, the last thing was Friday before camp, I played the Lawbreakers beta with um, Savage Gary for on his channel with Justin. That game is also a whole lot of meh. And so, was not a huge fan. Uh, we had fun, but, like, the game itself, it's just very... Like, I don't know why you would play that over something like Overwatch. Um, so because you're a hipster, <laughs> I guess. Or you just like bad things. Overwatch is like, too mainstream, you know. Like the movies in our yeah. must-see movie segment. We might be a little hipster in that segment. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, this is coming from someone who did actually enjoy Swiss Army Man. So, yeah, you... I don't understand. You I'm judging you so to. hard for that. But I'm not um, feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I've been up to. Judge all you want and see what happens. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> As you should be. <laughs> what have you been up to, Chris? Um, I've been doing <laughs> so. So this last weekend, so I did. Wa- I went and watched the Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. How was it? It was 
more King Arthur than King Arthur was. What do you mean? <laughs> I guess I can't really I can't really elaborate. Um, but there is I I would say there's actually more King Arthur lore in the Dark Tower than there is in King Arthur. Hmm. Probably not actually, but you know. That's mostly just because I'm so hurt about King Arthur. Um, there was a king and his name was Arthur. Okay, calm down. We gave him a sword, so it must be King Arthur. Some yeah. some lady, yeah. li- some strange woman lying in a pond distributing <laughs> swords. Distributing swords <laughs> in the form of government. Um, it was, you know, if it was just Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey, the movie probably would have been really good. All right, all right, all right. Although, yeah, seeing and seeing Matthew McConaughey in that role and how well I think he did a good job, it made me want him to play Jafar. Hmm. Right, I know, right? Interesting. Mostly because also putting a white guy as a villain in the Aladdin movie makes a lot of sense. This white guy <laughs> that works his way into becoming an advisor and tries to take over. So that's like right on par for what you guys do, right? I mean, <laughs> that is basically <laughs> European colonialism, but. <laughs> um, um, Hashtag still bitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I really have nothing to be bitter about. I'm just, I just thought it would have been like an interesting like point to try to make. Like if you did try to do cast something like cast it that way. But we also talk about that later because Jafar has been cast for Aladdin. Um mm. uh, I started watching Blackish. I've heard that's good. It's actually pretty good. What I don't care for are some of the overt ideas behind like masculinity kind of things. Um so it's stars uh, Anthony Anderson. Um He's a pretty cool guy. I don't know. I don't know what else he's in. He's been in lots of other things, right? It's not ringing a bell. I do not know. <laughs> Pause for Pause for <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> Could have the breakdown. Transformers, what? So he's an awful actor. Got it. I don't know. Actor. Yeah, he's the actor. I don't know. I don't know what else he's. He's known for what? <sighs> I don't recognize anything that he's been in. Apparently, but I recognized him before he was in Blackish. Is he like the overly racist Transformer from like Transformers <laughs> Three or whatever? Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, were they like they goofed really, really bad? Yeah, I remember watching them. But do horrible stereotypes in their movie? Yeah. In their already horrible movie? This is why Michael Bay is the worst. Yeah. Apparently, they weren't in the original script. Like, they were added no. later. And the They're writer right came out, like, defending himself and was like, I did not do this. This was not my call. Yeah. Um,. Okay. Well, I'm paused because I don't recognize anything that <laughs> else that he was in. Like out, like as at least as a main character, I guess. I, mm-hmm. I guess maybe I just recognize him from the background and all these other things. Um, mm-hmm. But like his, it's often that his son like takes interest in something that apparently is supposedly advertly in it, like like very white. 
to be taking interest in. Um, but at the same time, like the reasons that he poses for why he disagrees with his son taking interest in are mostly like based on masculinity kind of things. Mm. And I don't agree with that tone, but they're, they do some interesting things. I think sometimes they focus too much on a comedy of those things without actually contributing to conversation as well. And, but mm. I do find it entertaining. Find it kind of relatable. Granted, I'm not black, but you know. <laughs> uh, as the non-white person on the cast. Yes. <laughs> because this podcast also has a token brown person. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, when it was just the two of us, I was the token white person. So I'm so. the token brown person. Deanna is the... <laughs> Token female. Token, token female. And Cameron is... Cameron. The, the white <laughs> guy that keeps us on track, I guess? I don't um, But I've been enjoying it. Um, I also watched uh, Atomic Blonde last night. Mm-hmm. And it's really... I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think, like... the It is there are times like there's a part where like the, some of the you definitely could tell that the fight scenes were choreographed at times mm-hmm. there's like a few where you're just like it, the movements were just a little sluggish thing and might be because we watched it in XD no we didn't that's a lie <laughs> just kidding <laughs> just kidding um but I feel like a lot of the cinematography is just like textbook it's like perfectly framed I've got that depth of field perfect and it's just like these amazing shots that you just want to cut and print mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um in terms of story there's i felt like there's just some unnecessary scenes like there's like okay you milk that too much <laughs> but then again, most movies do especially with in terms of like those sex scenes anymore mm-hmm. for the big screen it's like you can't imply anything you have to overtly show everything anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> um but I think it was a good job. Um, There's some pretty cool twists in it, I think. And I was I think so they surprised also, when like, she was a ghost the whole time. Damn it, Cameron. I thought we said no spoilers. <laughs> ah! No. Uh, also, another thing I really liked is they did such a good job, like, with, with the realism of a fight. Like, like, like the exhaustion of fighting people back to back like they do they mm. actually like incorporated that kind of thing into the progression of the movie and also doing the makeup like the progression of makeup like as you get beat up as well they did a really good job with mm. so I really like that because see too often you see them get beat up and they're like eh, look I have no marks on my face from getting punched in the face <laughs> 70 times I'm okay and also like it's like, oh, I'm perfect. I'm in such good shape that I can beat up 70 people without and not have any problems breathing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I thought I really liked that idea. Yes. Um, that's about it, because I haven't been home at all to watch anything. So I missed out. I did not get to watch Voltron this weekend. <sighs> oh, I forgot that y'all had talked about that last week. Yes, but I will be watching it and we, I'll talk about it more next week. Whatever I'll else. I'll try to watch also. 
I love Voltron. <laughs> I don't care if it's for kids. Oh. <laughs> but that's me. I also watched okay. Space, but we'll talk about that more later. We're going to touch on that later. Um, this past weekend, I... Or over this past week... So I tried watching that Van Helsing show. And? And I couldn't get through the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, A ringing endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> On a scale of one to just, Pirates of the Caribbean 5, how was it? It was worse than Pirates. Um, <laughs> like, there's just, the char- like, there's no, like, there's nothing to really connect you to any of the characters. And it was kind of just, oh, we're all stuck in a bunker and we're fighting these hmm. vampires that actually look more like zombies. And this chick's asleep and has some sort of powers and she and they're like i don't know there was nothing about it that really intrigued me or felt so, new or interesting it was just like what separates I, I them know. from being zombies is they want blood instead of brains is that yeah pretty much that's for? the only difference but they're like that ravenous like i don't know I yeah just want, and they like look kind of grotesque like they're not zombies. classy vampires yeah i prefer well, the vampires are supposed to be they're either supposed to be like bat-like kind of like what's his face nosferatu or whatever and then or Mugatu? they're supposed to be yeah him whatever <laughs> i'm just kidding Mugatu? <laughs> Mugatu? <laughs> are you about from zoolander zoolander <laughs> yes, that's exactly what i was, I was doing like, wait a second <laughs> <laughs> i see what oh, you did yeah. there oh, <laughs> It's okay. We'll have a correction on the way you say things. Now that Cameron's back, I've let my guard down with Chris. Um. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, I wasn't impressed with that Van Helsing show. Um, Man, that had so much potential. Talking about it last week. Eh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it did. I, I think it sounded super interesting, and then it was like it was, and I'm shut down. It was and not. Um. The this week's it's kind of like the mid season episode of this new season of Game of Thrones. Um, it's already mid season. Yeah, <laughs> well, doing it's a what, shorter eight, season. Eight episodes. This time. Or is it like eight episodes. There's like six or eight or something like that. Yeah. Um, oh, so it's shorter, but like they always do the next week on things at the end of the episode, so you can kind of get like a hint next as to what's going to happen, but. Every, everyone who was assuming, like, who I heard theories about what was going to happen in this new episode, none of that happened. <laughs> but there are several main characters that reunited after a long time, and it was really touching. And then there are lots of, a few main characters that we all love that are, like, a, like could have died. Are and you? so we were all freaking out. It was intense. I'm not saying who. I'm not doing spoilers. I'm just kidding. But I feel like one of the it was hard an excellent, game. excellent episode. Like, it was just... From start to finish, super engaging and just like everyone was like so excited with everything that was happening or like literally the way the last scene was going was everyone's like, I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know who's going to survive. I'm worried for everyone because I'm worried for people on both sides of this battle. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how to handle it. I'm just waiting for HBO to be like, everyone dies. But like that's the nature kill- of the show. I know, yeah. but what I mean, like, they just kill off everyone at once in one episode. And, like, the humanity ceases to exist and then in Westeros. And then it zooms out, and it was in a snow globe the whole time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, 
And then I also listen to another podcast called Bald Move, and they go over um, each episode, and they did a shortened, um, or they did, I'm trying to remember, they did an episode from last week, but they brought on somebody from the Game of Thrones con, Con of Thrones, talking about crazy fan theories. Um, If I'm, like, spoilers from season one, but somebody thinks that there's a fan theory that Tyrion is, like, Danny's son that died. Say what? <laughs> and somehow teleport, like, with some sort of magic, teleported through time into uh, Tywin's wife's womb. It was That's... born late. <laughs> it was born way earlier. <laughs> but, Seems odd. Like... Deanna, we don't promote drugs on this podcast. <laughs> like somebody came up with this theory. We watched Switch Army, Swiss Army Man. I know, There's no way there were no drugs involved in that movie. Well, on this podcast, they were talking about <laughs> nutty fan theories, and this was like one of their favorite, yeah, like those crackpot from type theories <laughs> of like who would come up with this. But it's kind of like, well, there's time travel, there's magic at some points in the show, so we're like, well, anything's possible. So we're gonna come up with ridiculous <laughs> fan theories. Um, but that was kind of funny if you. If anybody wants to look up that fan theory, it's probably pretty entertaining. Um, and then I went to see Valerian. And How was it? I wanted it to be good. <laughs> <laughs> but that poor movie didn't really have a chance because I feel like a lot Thank of you. our sci-fi movies could have taken elements from this comic that was written back in the 60s. Um, like the actual Valyrian comic, and there's lots of elements that are in a lot of our sci-fi movies now. So, and how would it have been if you took out the main character? If they had gotten a character, a main character that had more character, <laughs> maybe it would have been a little bit more bearable. But yeah, he was—he's act. Their the statements about him being the worst part was pretty accurate, but the plot itself was weak. The the graphics were really pretty. Like, it was really cool to look at, but, like, the plot was kind of like, oh, this is a similar plot to Avatar. Just about, like, the same as Avatar. And then... Um, so it was Dancing with Wolves. Or Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. And... Or Ferngully, or whatever. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> and... It felt like a Fifth Element sequel, but that's because it was the same director. But it really kind of felt like it was just another one of those movies like there's a lot of weird stuff that makes no sense but the fifth element is good because it's quirky and weird and we need a sequel for that actually but this one it just didn't work for this movie and i feel like what they did was they cast the main uh female character and then they just cast a guy that looks good with her visually but they didn't actually judge how well he could act because he did like I nothing about him was like relatable at all and like they're they didn't have really good backstories and it was just like like there was one scene near the end where they were supposed the main two main characters supposed to have like kind of a touching moment where they kind of like changed their minds about something and I audibly heard about four or five people in the theater just go (sighs) because it was so cheesy and corny that everyone just was like let out a fresh a sigh of frustration at the movie in the theater. <laughs> I was just like, oh, literally that was 
the tone. This one scene that was supposed to be like the turning point for the end of the movie. It was just and a letdown. It, just, I, it was just like, this is the plot they're going with. Really? <laughs> That's the worst. Really? Like, when you're getting all hyped and then you're just like this weird thing. And you're just like. It was like, okay, you know, this movie yeah. can kind uh, of be okay. And then they killed it. <laughs> so it's like the end of How I Met Your Mother. Yes. <laughs> I love how passionate that was, Chris. <laughs> You'll never stop being that passionate. But yeah, never. Yeah, so. <laughs> but I, yeah. I, I've come to terms with the ending. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to lately. And with that, let's move on to games and our releases. Now segments. Now segments. <laughs> I was wondering how long we would hold the silence. <laughs> Basically till Deanna laughed, but you know. Pretty much. <laughs> so, were we so talking Deanna, about what some things that are coming out this week? Uh, all I know is my silly description. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited because StarCraft Remastered comes out this week. Yay. It should be pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, that game is, I mean, one, like one of the classics for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so. Yes, I mean, and it's also we like, it's not like we have something to transition from it to into, you know, um, outside of StarCraft Two, which people do mm-hmm. still play. But I mean, it's nice to return to old games that, you know, you got started on, and that's. I mean, sometimes it's nice to play a simpler version of an RTS, where you don't have yep. to worry about as much and just play a game. Is there like the online competitive stuff and like mod support for this game? I'm not sure if there's going to be the mod support yet, but I'm pr- I'm sure there will still be the competitive aspect. I think that would be cool. See, like, like, I mean, because StarCraft is, like, it started off so much of what would now be considered eSports. It would be cool to see it kind of get that, that return that it missed because of timing. Yeah. So. That its predecessor is really what became the yeah. eSport. Um, yeah, because back then you had to play on dial up <laughs> if you want <laughs> that was early battle oh, the good though. old I mean, days i mean you were you, you would play with your friends during that time online potentially but you're more likely to pack up your entire computer and go to a friend's house and have a land party than to try <laughs> to deal with the dial up and risk your mom picking up the phone and like get off the computer i need to disrupting use your connection yep or just somebody <laughs> calls you and your internet goes out. I remember. Yeah. Well, I've that never had lot. that. I never. Yeah, we used to. We had that. I did have a, p- a program on our computer that would like take a voice, like, <laughs> like you can record a voicemail off it. Yeah, oh, I remember my cool. mom would be like, "Who's been on the internet kids. while we were out? You don't get on the internet while the parents are at home because then nobody can call anybody." <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh, <laughs> uh, the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Kids these days will never yes. know. Yes. Oh, Only my 90s kids will understand. <laughs> so there, there's times when I think about parenting and I'm tempted to just like put my kids through exactly what I went through. <laughs> like, like granted, I'll still have like regular internet, but if they want to use the internet, they're going to have to use some dial up. You'll learn the same way we did. Like I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a landline 
just the force and the use dial up kind of thing, you know? <laughs> and not only that, they're also not going to get cell phones as a result. So they're going to have to be the, on that corded phone that's in the main room. Oh, <laughs> that you can listen to from wherever. Exactly. I just pick up, <laughs> pick up another handset and be like, are why are you talking to, to my daughter? <laughs> get off the phone. Start breathing heavily. <sighs> it's like, they Dad, might, the phone. they might get a cell phone, but it's going to be a flip phone when they get the, get the middle school. <laughs> you get them like the Nokia brick. Yeah. Oh, I will. That's yep. exactly the new one though. I'll, I'm willing to give them the newest one, you know, Nokia 3310 that has the color screen instead of the just sh- straight up. L- You're L- so gracious, Chris. <laughs> like You're going to be a great parent hey, one day. They're going to be able to play some snake and they're going to go through the same console <laughs> oh, progression. I did. Oh, yeah. They might we get to go faster because cones. I'll let them go through like all of the, like I'll let them upgrade to the most recent, like in high school. But like when they're in grade school, they're going to play Super Nintendo and N64 kind of thing, you know? And then that way they can be confused about why there's three parts of that controller. Yes. Yes. They can understand the struggle of like, and also where does my be third corded, hand to go? Be corded into the, in like. <laughs> so you'll just buy them the N64 classic is what I hear. Yes, pretty much. I won't like buy it for them. I already have it. Yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. True. That's that's the kind of parent I'm gonna be. It's like now we can have a conversation with each other because you'll know what I went through and you'll have gone through it. You understand me, and then you can act like you're a '90s kid. On on a side note, I wonder <laughs> when they do the N64 Classic if they're gonna actually do the three prong controller because like there was so much wasted plastic that like it kind of doesn't go with their like minimalist thing that they've been going for. I really hope they still do. <laughs> you just so bad it's because, but how, when you think of an N- playing an N sixty four game, like I can't imagine playing it any other way at the same time. <laughs> like I'm not saying it was good. I'm just saying I can't picture playing N sixty four games I mean, on a standard controller. I mean, it's kind of like the GameCube. It's like the controller is not good, but it's better than the other option. Yeah, and it's like all I know, like <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what else yeah. is being released? <laughs> let's see. We got seriously sidetracked. Um, Sorry. Lawbreakers Law is also coming out. Sidetracked about like the actual game. Um, like I said, the beta was a whole lot of meh. I don't know what was in the game that wasn't in the beta, but kind of their shtick is that like it's a character shooter, but there's certain areas of the map that have zero gravity. Ooh, I like zero um, gravity. It's more fun, or it's less fun than it sounds. I'm just kidding. Um, and so, and there's, there was, like, one cool mode that was basically, like, basketball or something like that. We were actually trying to get a ball, and it was a, it was a cool take on um, capture the flag, because instead of taking the flag to your base, you have to score in your opponent's base. And so, that was kind of interesting, but that was kind of the only cool part of the beta. Hmm. So, if you play it and like it, um, let us know. Maybe I'll go back and try it um, if the actual game is good. Mm-hmm. And then our silly description of the week, I found Graceful Explosion Machine. Sure. It sounds interesting. It's coming so, to PS4, Switch, and PC. Yeah. So must be good. It's not coming to Xbox. It's, it's not coming to <laughs> Wii U. It must be a good game. <laughs> it's also... <laughs> Um, 
description is skillfully pilot the advanced graceful explosion machine or gem fighter while blasting swarms of crystalline enemies with your ludicrously is that a word <laughs> ludicrously? ludicrously like go to like ludicrous speed okay ludicrously overpowered ludicrous quad <laughs> weapon array this side-scrolling arcade shooter features hd rumble support which means HD players rumble. will be Players will be really will really be able to feel those machines explode. <laughs> I cannot wait to play this on the Nintendo Switch, where I can tell how many ice cubes are in the cup. Coming out August eighth, which <laughs> is tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Or Crystal it has already come machine. out by the time you guys are listening to this. <laughs> Crystalline enemies. Get it now. <laughs> Ludicrously overpowered quad weapon array. Ludicrously overpowered quad. HD rumble support. So they're, they're like IGN's review of the game actually says it's the best showcase of, of HD rumble on Nintendo switch so far. Like more than the cow milking game. Yeah. Like, I don't know what like that's competing <laughs> against. Like it's true. I'm still excited to get my switch this month. Not going to lie. So stoked. I mean, I want to play Zelda. Like <laughs> that's really, 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 really all I want to play right now. Um, but I'm also excited for Mario Odyssey when it comes out. I'm definitely getting Mario Rabbids since we got a new trailer. Oh. Yeah. Is that is yeah. that my is that our? Yeah, releases are done. Okay. Moving segue. Since since <laughs> we got a Mario and Rabbids trailer. Yep. It's I really like showcasing that. Mario and what he's about. And so that he's controlled by a hat. No, that's not in this one. I know. But it's implied. It is. <laughs> I mean, his whole life is implied. That the hat has been in charge of the whole time. What? What? It's me. <laughs> it's also kind of funny to watch Mario shoot lasers at things. Like, and like, obviously, like, he kills things regularly. But, like, for him to have a laser just kind of feels weird. Yeah, it's like you're not you're not Mega Man. You're just a plumber. You're not Mega Man. I'm not gonna lie, like I really like after I get my Switch and like have games to play, I kind of just after want games to, actually come out. Got it. Yeah, I kind of just like want to get on a train and travel across the country and just play the Switch with random people on the train. Come visit me is what I hear. Yes, but I won't. It'll take me a while to get there because I'll be coming by train. Like three weeks later, you'll get here. Yeah, I don't think it's quite that long, but it's not that it's long. Like, it's like four days of travel <laughs> by train. Yeah. So in this trailer, there's a, there's a clip where Mario just like hardcore shoots a rabbit in the face at like point blank range. <laughs> <laughs> and so this game looks so ridiculously fun. I mean, like I know we talked about it a lot at our E3 show, but like, I am so like, I, I thought this game looked ridiculously dumb when it was announced. And, like, the more I thought about it, it was like, this game looks and then so they, much like, Yeah, fun. and then they started showing more and doing You're like, like, okay, okay. And everyone just gradually got on board. And then by the end, everyone's like, yes, let's do it. I hope it's good. Yeah. Like. Ugh. The biggest worry is because it is Mario. Like, there's that difficulty idea. Like, maybe it's going to be too simple. Yeah. Um. And then an also, how much can get crazy hard? Exactly. So that like, there's that balance where you're like, hmm, okay. Yeah. And then also, how much content are you going to release? Like, how, what's the playability re- or replayability of it going to be yeah. like? But 
Yeah. Especially since, like, they won't be, like, one of the draws of XCOM is, like, character death. And so, like, they're obviously not going to do that in a Mario game. Yep. Like, you're not going to kill, like, Princess Peach Rabbit. Like. Or are you? <laughs> she's gone forever. <laughs> is this how Princess or Peach becomes the... Princess Peach? <laughs> is she just murders every other character in the game? <laughs> and then takes over the Mushroom Kingdom? <laughs> Oh, forget it. I got this. <laughs> Let's see. Other video game news. We got a release date for Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds. It's coming out November 7th. And so... It's going to be I'm a good week. really happy about that. It's going to be a good week. We're going to watch so. V for Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember the 5th of November. And then... It's on Sunday. Work <laughs> extra hours on the, the 6th, which is a Monday. Mm-hmm. And then take the next three days off. <laughs> Why the next three days? <laughs> Probably not the next three, but definitely taking off that day. <laughs> and so I feel like that's like a crazy busy week. I'm like, Novembers are always, always crazy. That's just kind of the thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, because you're getting set up for the holiday season. So you have lots of yeah. announcements for games that are, or lots of game releases come out in preparation for the holiday season. And Black Friday. And everything. And yeah. It's gonna be and Cyber Monday, but it's also all the sh- this should be a really good fall for us. As yeah. <laughs> so, th- in terms of November seventh, I mean, obviously, like Frozen Wilds is an expansion, like DLC. It's not an actual new game, but like Crackdown three and Super Lucky's Tale are both coming out Ooh. that day. Call of Duty World War Two um, will have just come out the week before. So, Pokemon comes out ten days later. As does Battlefront too. Hey. So. <laughs> need my con. I need my console. Bye. <laughs> Maybe by you'll November be able to actually <laughs> with that one. You might be able to buy the package, the special edition console, and everything. <gasps> Can I have a Star Wars console? <laughs> I thought you wanted the R two D two thing. That that that's the lap. That's the lap gaming laptop. Blah 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 blah. blah. That, that was a PS four in laptop. Yeah, it was a PS four. Is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Can I have both? <laughs> Why would you need two Why not PS4s, both? Deanna? <laughs> Why not one both? for travel and one for her. I don't know. Just to sit there I mean, with the TV. Nintendo Switch is the only console that can be a staple at parties. You can't take your R2-D2 laptop. I can take it laptop on a plane. PS4 combo. True. <laughs> I guess you do Do you. some international travel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? What is... What is this all controller thing? All right, so I saw this, and so there's a company called All Controller. I think I think that's the name, um, and they're trying to be like this universal controller that you can use on all your consoles. Hmm. Okay. Um. So I don't right. So it, it's interesting. I don't know how it's gonna work out very well because you have like both PlayStation and Xbox both use different technologies for their connection. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's using a dongle. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's using a dongle, so you're not actually connecting through like Bluetooth or. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Does oh. the word dongle amuse you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it uses a dongle. <laughs> There's a really funny video about dongles. <laughs> I feel oh, like yes. I feel like any dongle like we should start a new segment that's just dongle related news for Deanna. <laughs> 
Is that that can be like the flip book of like we really want flip books? Yes. Oh and yeah, Vienna we haven't just talked about the flip books. <laughs> but they have a solution, and so it's it's supposed to work with your PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. No Switch in there yet, but it's in the works. Switch and Wii U are in the works. Um, they recently launched a Kickstarter campaign, so we'll see how much support they get. But at the same time, I'm like, it's not something I would buy because I also just have problems with third-party controllers. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. have, we've always had problems with third-party controllers. Let's face it. I mean, yep. Mad Cat's controllers were back when we recorded. They, back in the day. Like, you hated getting stuck with that third-party controller. Like, when you'd go play some couch co-op games or whatever. competitive games with friends place you hated getting that controller so it's $80 Canadian to get the wireless controller you can also get a wired one for $65 Canadian thank Um, you it I'm gonna be honest like I don't think this controller looks good it I mean it looks looks cramped like it doesn't look that comfortable yeah it looks it looks big to me because but. it has a touchpad, yeah. which I'm assuming is just for the PS4 support. Well, it's it's also like a screen. Like it looks like it's gonna be for like how you sync up stuff. Like you could like remap buttons and stuff. Yeah, I'll just spend the extra money and buy a controller for every separate console. So, I'm that's all I'm saying. But I mean, I I like the I like what they're trying to do. It's just I don't think it needs to be done. Been too busy asking if they could and not if they should. Yes. Yes, Ian. <laughs> um. But you know, whatever. If maybe if they get support, we'll see. I just. I don't care for it. Also, it's just not something I'd buy. I mean, I, I yeah. guess there's gonna be some people out there who's like, I really wish I could just play on the same controller all the time. Yeah. Like, if it's, like, a mad, comfy controller, I could see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I also only have a PS4 and a PS3, so I'm not, like, overly concerned. I have a... And also, yeah, like, I'd rather... I'm still going to get the Pro Controller for the Switch anyway. Like, I also don't want to connect anything straight to my Switch. Like, I don't want to dongle on my Switch. Chris doesn't like dongles, Deanna. How does that make you feel? <laughs> You have to have should, a dongle for clarify. everything, Apple. Why? <laughs> I should clarify. I don't mind the dongle life when it comes to, like, laptops <laughs> and stuff. The dongle life. <laughs> Not that I've had to live it yet, but, like. Nope, because your phone has a headphone jack. It's yeah. True. You know, it's fine. You, you don't need also, dongles. Also, you should not have to live your dongle life with your phone. Yep. For your laptops and stuff, like, less ports on the unit itself, I'm okay with. Like and then extenders carrying a and universal stuff. thing is and like splitters. you don't need a dongle for every little thing on a laptop. You usually have a dongle, one dongle that expands all your ports when you need it. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I like that idea versus. You need this to plug your headphones in. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, and you also can't charge it while you're doing that. Yeah, that's <laughs> unless you that's get so this app, this third party dongle. That we can talk you more to. about this in tech though. That's true. <laughs> What's the Star um, Trek online thing? So, LeVar Burton. Who's that? 
can't believe you have to ask that. So now, Star Trek, for those who don't know or are big Star Trek fans, LeVar Burton uh, starred in Star Trek. Um, which one did he star in? LeVar Burton starred in Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, as one of the crew, he was known. he's known for the visor. Oh, like that guy. Yes, that guy. But for those of us 90s kids who had good teachers... Mm-hmm. Um, we also recognize him from Reading Rainbow. Oh, Reading Rainbow. Not only that, yeah. I've also mentioned LeVar Burton like recently because he started a podcast that's like Reading Rainbow for adults and it's wonderful. I'm going to be honest, like when I saw out. that in the show notes, I thought it was a nickname of Gus from Psych. Oh, it probably was at one point maybe. Like I would not I, I'm Gus. pretty sure he dresses up as um the guy from Star Trek. At some point in the show, but I think so. I think he does too. Um, but he is uh, joining uh, the Star Wars or Star Trek Online, the Star Trek's MMO, um, as a oh. captain. This time, though, He's, he gets to be a captain. captain. He's also apparently being sued by Ra- Reading Rainbow because Aww. of his podcast. I don't know. I did just what popped up when I googled his name. So it's messed up. Um, he made reading ra- my, reading. Rainbow. He was they reading. Need to back reading. off. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's the Buffalo-based PBS affiliate uh, maintains that it owns the right to the intellectual property associated with, in air quotes, reading Rainbow, and agreed to license the property um, to Burton for the online revival of the series in 2011. Um. And then, let's see. I don't speak legalese. I don't know what even that means. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Stuffy stuff. Oh, basically, it's like he renamed something and took out the name Reading Rainbow. And then they're arguing that it's, it's still theirs. their property. That's what it looks like. Mm. Well, do I'll something. throw this hate- in the show notes, and somebody else can read it and correct us next week. What yep. I hate so much about, like copyrights and stuff and everything is when people own the rights to something but aren't willing to do anything with it kind of thing and then someone wants to step mm-hmm. in and be like hey I want to do something with this sell it to me and they're like no yeah. <laughs> or no. when you have companies like Sony and Fox that have the rights to things and they just make bad movies about yes. them instead of yes. giving them back to Marvel studios don't share <laughs> <laughs> it's like Joey doesn't share food studios don't share characters so bad but yeah let's see but we'll we could talk about that all anytime truth Mm -hmm. be told because it pops up all the time so let's go on to ps plus games with gold what is this yeah so this is something that y'all missed last week it's Um, only because i didn't have you to talk about it with cameron (laughs) yeah he was stuck with me i y'all might have been stuck with each other and with like a bear pit, I th- I, th- <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed recording last week's episode. I had fun. I was kind of um, sad that we I, had to come back to this format. I did not thoroughly enjoy kidding, doing the show kidding. notes. So <laughs> for the number of times that y'all made fun of me in the episode, um, but PS Plus and Games with Gold are the um, subscription services, and then every month you get free games, and so um, free is in air quotes, of course. 
Um, and so for PS Plus, you're getting Just Cause 3, Assassin's Creed Freedom, Freedom Cry, That's You, um, Super <laughs> Motherload, Snakeball, and Downwell. Um, Assassin, or, um, Assassin's Creed Freedom's Call is like a, a Freedom's Cry is like a standalone expansion, so you don't actually have to have the game to play it, um, which is cool. And then Just Cause 3 is supposed to be like just silly chaos type game. And so I'm mostly like interested world. in the snake ball. What is this snake ball you speak of? It's like snake I have clouds. no idea, but it sounds interesting. It looks really dumb. I really want to read the title, but we can't. Yeah, we can't talk something about the description. About, something about a disco floor, a hover snake, colored balls, and a funkiest sport of all time. Can we talk about how snake balls trademarked? Like, they were worried about people taking that. I don't blame them. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, okay. it's, it's one of those things that's like comes to you in a dream and you wake up and you're like, I need to trademark that. I have to trademark <laughs> this. This will be gold someday. <laughs> like, this is our Taylor Swift and Sick Beats. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, those are the games. Um, and then, oh, and then there's also, sorry, there's level 22, which was on the next page of our notes, so I missed it. Noob. And then Games with Gold is getting Slime Rancher. Um, it's a crazy trials. weird game. I definitely think Snakeball sounds better than Slime Rancher. Slime Rancher is yeah. where you collect slimes of different types, and you ranch them, and, and you, you have to feed them, them and, and you try to make other, other kinds of, ran- of slimes. They're just is little... it like a Dragon Quest game? No, they're just little blobs that jump around and you have to suck <laughs> so them up with though. this gun and then put them in a pen and then you go find more. I like how Deanna actually knows what this is. Is that, yeah. is that like actually because what How do you know is? what this is? Because I watched a Let's Play of it and they called it like the cutest game ever. It's just like these cute little like slime characters that just hop around and you have to like herd them and like collect them. <laughs> okay, so not gonna weird. lie. Deanna, when you first started like talking about <laughs> like what it was i thought you just heard its title and you're going with it so i jumped in no with you, i've actually not realizing that was actually what you do <laughs> no i've actually watched the let's play on it like a year or so ago <laughs> i was like what is this game it's so weird <laughs> slime it's rancher ador- everyone it's adorable if you like cute games it's, adorable. it's, it's precious it's, adorable. <laughs> it's simple and adorable <laughs> simple and adorable totes adorbs anyway. totes my uh, <laughs> um, Trials Fusion is also coming out, as is Bayonetta and Red Faction Armageddon. So, okay, I, I'd say this month goes to Microsoft. Really? <laughs> I mean, you get Bayonetta and Red Faction Armageddon doesn't. Trials Fusion pretty is pretty popular, isn't it? Yeah. What like so for games with gold like where I copied and pasted, they included the, like, the price of it. Um, and it, like, it has Red Faction as um, $30 still. Like, that just kind of, like, blows my mind. Like, that just seems like an older game that, hmm. like, why is yeah, it? It's an Xbox 360 game. That's true. Like, it should, that why is it $30 still? That's actually through their store, too. What the junk? Yeah. Except for you get a free now, so I don't know. It is yeah. an older game, but I feel like like just in general, they have better quality games. I mean, Snakeball. <laughs> I mean, Just Cause 3 looks 
Yeah. And just because three, the people that like that, like, I mean, it's a pure sandbox. Like, nobody, it's one of those games that no right. one really plays for the story. Yeah. And so it's just running around and causing chaos. Yeah. And so I played Just Cause Why? 2 just quite cause. a bit after it came out for free. Um, so but. I don't know. It also, like, that's also why I like PlayStation PS Plus is that you get more games technically because they have three <laughs> platforms. Yeah, to the release three for, platforms to. Which is cool. And you only need one subscription. Yeah. Now, granted, you don't always get the PS3 games. That's true. Like, the, the, or the, even the Vita games are not always cross-platform, but... Mm-hmm. Which is fine, but because yeah. I have a PlayStation TV, so... Yeah. And with that, let's move on to movies and TV. What do we have now coming segments. out this week? It's now movies segments. We got the horror movie, Animal Creation. I'm good. Me too, yep, actually. Nope. I, have, I have the biggest problem, like, if it wasn't based off a of doll, I'd probably be more okay with it, but... Freaking dolls, man. Too creepy. Dolls, dolls and are... clowns. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Mm-mm. Yep, dolls and clowns. Or creepy children. Do things I just can't do. I could do creepy children. Because <laughs> I already... I'm not even going to spec- go off that. Like, <laughs> We're not even going to clarify. <laughs> okay, I'm going to clarify. Let's face it. I'm going to. I have to. Because I already don't care for children anyway. So, like, creepy children that I obviously are possessed or something. I have no problem hitting <laughs> you're going down <laughs> early in the so early in the podcast he talked about how he's going to raise his children and now he's talking about how he doesn't really care about them <laughs> anyway I mean we're talking about like paranormal children that are haunting things and it's like I'm just going to hit it it's, it's evil ba- solid backhand <laughs> <laughs> alright then you know uh but dolls, yeah, they just, I can't. And clowns. Mm. Yep. We get a sequel that shouldn't exist, once again. It's a nut job too, Nutty by Nature. It's an so, animated movie about the squirrels and random woodland creatures. <laughs> this is one of those movies, so like this is like those really terrible like non-Disney versions of movies. That's what I thought of the nut job. Yeah. Yeah. Like came out in 2014. I thought it was older than that. Really? Unless I'm thinking of something else. Uh, probably because it this is that, this is the bad spinoff of that something else. So, huh. <laughs> um, kind of thing like, like the one, the versions of like Tarzan that you're like, Ooh, my mom bought me Tarzan. And it's like this weirdly weird PBS version. And you're like, Oh yeah. This isn't what I wanted. But this kind of isn't thing, what yeah. I thought it was spoken. That's the nut job. Oh, okay. In a nutshell. Uh, oh! <laughs> died inside. <laughs> oh, man. My soul just Evil. crumbled. Evil! Evil! Uh, that was a good one. Not going to lie. Was it, though? My friends would be proud was of that. Was it good? I have friends that would be proud of me for that one. They'll tell me They're after they listen to this episode. Oh. But they're <laughs> listeners of the podcast. Ooh, called out. <laughs> We're also getting Ingrid Goes West, which I'm kind of only mentioning, mentioning because Aubrey Plaza is in it. Oh, and her. so, and She's so best. I have no clue what it's about. I don't know anything about it, but Aubrey Plaza's in it. I think I, I saw so. the trailer. It's something about 
Aubrey's character follows some girl on Instagram and she goes west and she like becomes friends with this girl but I'm like is this kind of like that one episode in Parks and Rec where she like pretends to be friends with like the valley girl type person <laughs> and she like imitates her it feels a lot like that and I'm like is this April doing that again but in full I would movie love, form like <laughs> a fan theory where every movie Aubrey Plaza has been in she's just playing April sarcastic and like being sarcastic yeah <laughs> So I, I would was be really, so happy because of Parks and Rec. I'm really confused as to what this movie's actually about because I'm like, is this April? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not so sure about this one. It, this seems like one I'd okay, maybe, now I'm like, just confused. Rent Who's and watch Plaza? with the girls. I don't know. She's April in Parks and Rec, like we've been talking about. <laughs> yeah. She's also in <laughs> Legend of Parks Korra. and Rec. Moving on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've um, Actually, I, I haven't really watched Parks and Rec, but I do oh, know who Aubrey Plaza is. You should do that. You gotta, you gotta power through the first season. It's awful. Then it gets good. Yeah, it's great after. Yeah, the first but, season's not. It's terrible, funny because but like it's, the other ones are better. The people in that show, I'm big fans of. It's just that show, I I couldn't get into, probably because it, it's trying to start in the first season. Yeah, just get through the problem. first season. Just get through the first um, season. Then I saw some ads going around about Nightmare Before Christmas is getting a sequel, and everyone not was a sequel. thinking that it's a movie sequel, but it's actually a comic that's Ooh. about, like, that's sort of a sequel to huh? the movie, so but it's is it a actually comic. a sequel then? It's a sequel, but it's not a movie, it's a comic. I'm okay with that then. So, people, so I think I, I thought it was getting something. a remake. I thought it. Like everyone was like, I thought that's what sequel. the idea was. This I thought, says I the, the article that we have linked to says a sequel to the iconic film is coming to a comic book store near you. Yeah, so it's a sequel to the film, but it's not a movie; it's a comic. And it's gonna follow the um, Jack Skellington's dog Zero. Aw, Zero. Perfect. So, if anybody sees the sequel stuff, it's not a movie; it's a comic. Because it is kind of misleading whenever people are just posting videos of Nightmare Before Christmas and saying, Nightmare Before Christmas is getting a sequel. And it's like, oh, it's not actually a movie. I was I was very thrown off by it. So, but I'm, all, I'm down for it getting a comic sequel. <laughs> sure. Let's see. Um, we also got a poster for a movie called Trophy. Um, which is going to focus on, like, poaching. Um, and so oh. I kind of just want to throw that on there. We'll have the, a link to the poster in the show notes, but it's a rhino with its horn um, cut off and being sold. And so it should be – it looks – and from the picture, it looks interesting. I don't know how good of a movie it's going to be. I mean, I hope it's t- good and, like, tastefully done. Like, it's telling yeah. people, hey, this is still a problem. It didn't go, hasn't gone away. Yeah. But I don't want it to be super like like a propaganda y type film where it's like like I don't know. I still felt like movies like Blackfish was kind of a little Yeah. Like maybe they did some did their research but not everything was technically true or was came across a certain way to make people mm-hmm. look bad. <laughs> but yeah, I hope it's more of a awareness kind of movie. Save the rhinos, people. And the elephants. Save the unicorns. And the unicorns. We don't Save need the sea we don't need dark lords coming back to life because 
Save the sea pandas. Oh. Um, moving on. James Gunn has also talk, um, gone on record talking about the um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That'll be coming out eventually. Um, and he said it's going to be the end of the current lineup. And so okay. he's, of course, kind of unclear on what that means. But um, Bringing in new all characters. we know is everything Marvel's ending. That's all. That's like all yeah. the news we've been giving in for Marvel recently. Oh, this uh, this lens it ends. Like stop it. Like it's gonna like we're out. You're you will go on for the done. rest of my life. Yeah, they're yeah. just basically shaking everything Period. up after Avengers four. Yeah, and so I mean we'll just see what happens. So um, then, I mean, kind of on yeah. a sad note, um, Chris Pat, um, Chris Pat. Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris announced that they are separating, and so wait, I thought she was went. dating Chris Evans. That's maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should not make jokes about that with people that, yeah, actually, like, getting yeah, divorced. Yeah, but maybe you're right. Um, so that that's been sad, but that's probably important. Chris is back that was, on the that market. That was definitely in for. In, I will say they were like very civil about it, like which is yeah. It's yeah. It sounded like cool. they were. Yeah. It's not I a think huge, I also think Hollywood ordeal. relationships are just so hard because mm-hmm. you like everyone's in your business, so you always have to try to like put up this front that everything's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then kind of when things like do kind of fall apart, like here it's like, well, it's kind of been happening for a while actually. I know we. It seems this... like it's sudden to everybody, but that's yeah. because they haven't. It just we just don't know what actually goes on at home. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. it's like Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> What's Facebook? It's like uh, Twitter for old people. Yeah. Bookface. That's <laughs> like Twitter. Book face. <laughs> Jim Halpern's Halloween costume. Bookface. <laughs> okay. Similar but legally distinct from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. On a sad note. Um. Something cool. So Netflix actually like this is their first acquisition. Um, especially in terms of like production, um, mm-hmm. they have recently. Pro- uh, <laughs> yeah, tongue tied. Um, Netflix has recently acquired Miller World, um, which is the studio responsible for Kingsman, Kick Ass, and Wanted. Um, Miller, like. Essentially, in this acquire, like it sounds like Miller World will continue to exist and you know continue doing their thing, but uh, they probably will take on more Netflix projects as a result as well. Hmm. Um, okay. So it's cool. So officially, Netflix officially has movies going to theaters. Wow, it's gone. It's grown so much since just the discs in the mail. So much has happened. Take that blockbuster. Aww. <laughs> Nostalgia, blockbuster nostalgia. They had such a big selection of VHSs that were never rewound. You know what's that funny? Be so, kind of rewind. Some of the liquidation companies that were handling, that handled the closing of blockbusters, they also did, so they did, uh, they also handled some of the liquidating of Hastings. Aww. When they started closing stores and stuff. And... They still had so much Blockbuster merch left that they just tried to bring it into the Hastings stores <laughs> to sell. Pawned it, it off in just, Hastings. It's the most bizarre thing. Like when you want to, walked into a Hastings that was closing and you just saw like 
a wall of blockbuster stuff for sale. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, I should buy that just for the feels. <laughs> just we gotta get rid nostalgia. of it somehow. That, that's interesting. We'll see. I'm kind of interested in what that'll look like. We'll be like we'll be getting more like Marvel esque series, like longer form stuff. Will they be like, like some of the ones that we know of, like Kingsman, like there's a movie about to come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's and still so. hard to say, like, are they just going to be responsible for doing feature length films still? Yeah. Or are they actually going to take on other projects like miniseries or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. But it's, it's a cool idea, especially with like just what Netflix has been doing, especially in terms of like the MCU with mm-hmm. Jessica Jones and Defenders is yeah. coming soon. The Defenders is coming like in a week and a half. Yeah. Oh. Yay. So, I think oh, yeah. I think Netflix will, like with this being their first like they'll set the tone with this first um, acquisition and see like what like exactly what happens when they purchase mm-hmm. a a studio like this. But yep. I think it was a good move on their behalf, especially with how much they have been producing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. With that also being said, though, like I kind of don't care about any of that stuff. <laughs> like like in terms of like the actual studio that they bought. Like, it's not, like... I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. Like, that's cool. I mean, like, I like Kingsman. Are... I loved Kingsman, and I'm excited for the yeah second movie um, coming out. I honestly did not know there was a first movie when this when I've seen trailers for this second one. I still... I can't wait to be able to read that color dot test. I, every, time I, <laughs> every time I see that... Every time it airs, I'm just thing, like... I think of Chris now. I'm like, oh, every time I, I still bring glasses with you to I the know what it says now because people told me, but I still can't read it. And it's so frustrating. <laughs> oh. But please bring your glasses to the movie. It's like I need these. <laughs> just in case. Like, just just no, for I the one slide. It's like because like they're going to throw cute clues in and just these co- random color dot tests. Like of what, what's so happening, funny. and I can't ca- like I have no idea what's happening because I can't read the test. It'd be really funny if they did one in a way that like you could read only if you were colorblind. It's possible. Like that's what's like, so cool about those things. Like you can color like like the one that we had the word and I read color and you guys read onion. Yeah, like that's a clever way to do it. They could do yeah. that. They could do something like that where like the actual clue is. Is like that. It's it's the it's the actual colorblind version of it. Chris, so you the, could be. And a then spy. I'm gonna miss out on that clue because you guys told me to wear my glasses. Yep. <laughs> Goofed. Man. Colorblind spy. That needs to be a movie. Well, they they used to Does use colorblind people for like camouflage spotting. Yeah. During like the Korean War, or yeah. Vietnam, one of those. There you I think go. Nam. That needs to be a movie. So, random fact. Uh, what else? We have Asian um, Bachelorette. So the YouTube company Wong Fu Productions released a spoof trailer for Asian Bachelorette. (laughs) Pointing out the very obvious lack lack of Asians in the Bachelor and Bachelorette series. Which is true. They they actually listed like the math. Like they've had three since the Bachelorette has been running. Three Asians. That's unfortunate. Point nine percent representation in Bachelorette. <laughs> oh. But at the same time, I really like it because they like joke around about being Asian. Like everyone rushes into the house and like immediately they're taking off their shoes. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything and. <laughs> oh. 
It was pretty funny. We watched it before recording. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth watching, but I think it also... Uh, the reason why I wanted to point it out was just because, like, we talk a lot about diversity and everything, and that's, like, in reality mm-hmm. television, that's also where we're under, like, just people of color in, te- in general is in with the underrepresentation and just all throughout television and forever, and I think they handled it in a very funny way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's it very was... much satire, so. Yeah, it's like, yeah, talking about an issue that's actually serious, but making The it best fun. part is, like, leave it to the Asians to throw out the statistics like that. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> um, speaking of Asians, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> just kidding not, not gonna do that because that's wrong um but he's also dutch but yeah he's dutch <laughs> he's part dutch yes he's not full dutch though I don't, he's half. I don't know. um but jafar uh so we've talked a lot about the casting of aladdin over the last few weeks and jafar has been cast um marwan kenzari has been cast as jafar um he's he was in the mummy yes the most recent one. Oh. If that gets you hyped about about nothing. it, he was in Ben Hur. <laughs> I so. guess we'll um, find out. And what else? He's gonna be on Murder on the Orient Express as well. He's in that somewhere. And what happened to Monday? Because that's a really good question. I do not know. I don't know. I don't even know what movie that I'd is. I'd be okay but. if Monday went away and did that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's been in some like. He obviously has some acting chops. He's been in some pretty big feature-length movies, mm-hmm. um, but once again, it's also like a lesser-known actor. So I'm real. I'm even more okay with it. We'll see. And right. it's kind of one of those like. Don't that's kind of what, expect, what happens when you use net lesser-known actors. It's either going to be amazing, or just like oh, well, it was Valerian. No. <laughs> I feel like Valerian was. I don't know. I guess I'll find out. I might go see Valerian this week, and I'll let you know. But from the sound, don't of pay it, too I feel much like, for it. Like that was more of a writing issue than an actor issue. I think. I don't know. It, yeah, I was probably writing in a little bit of casting, yeah. but yeah, maybe a little bit. The, it was one of those situations where where the actors didn't have much to work with, so it wasn't really their fault. No, I mean, yeah. Um, and with that, let's go on to musty movie to watch. Cameron, how are the apes? So, I had the to watch the life um, is for me. <laughs> the original Planet of the Apes, and then the 2001 remake attempt. Yes, I guess that's essentially what it was. Yeah. And so, um, I actually really liked the original. I mean, it's. It is what it is, like, in terms of it's an older movie. The effects are really bad and, like, all that kind of stuff. And, like, there's one scene where there's lightning and they're just putting up the negative of the shot. No, Like, that's, that's all they're doing. But, like... I like to say um, the effects aren't bad. They're just dated. Yeah, that's, that's really what it is. Like, they're doing <laughs> that. Like, the monkeys, like, don't look, like, awful. They're also Apes. effects, like, there's like, still a time Whatever. where you are literally, like, physically ma- manipulating film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it was, like I said, it's good that, I mean, I kind of wish the movie didn't end with where it ends, but like, but then we wouldn't uh, have all these other movies. <laughs> and so it just kind of seemed like, yeah, like, I guess like, maybe this, maybe this is addressed in the sequels. Um, cause there's like four, four sequels to the original, I think, but like, 
it just seemed kind of like, oh, cool, this movie's going to get into this guy's survival. Oh, nope. He's actually on Earth. Movie's over. Mm. And it's like, oh. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, he actually just traveled to the future. Yeah. Which spoiler. One, one of the things that I... Well, it's actually not a spoiler. Like, that's the very first scene. Yeah. And so, like, like they actually, like, accomplished... Like, their, their goal is to get to Earth. And this and is so, an old enough movie. It's like, I'm not going to worry about spoiling it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only one thing is, like, that I thought was kind of cool is, like, the science that they're using for how they get to the future is, like, in theory sound. Yep. Like, it's, like, there's actually people that think that that's how time travel could work. But you can only travel forward. Yeah. Yeah, it's going backwards is difficult. Right. And so it's kind of interesting just to see that. But, um, but yeah, it was interesting. It was good. Um, It's definitely one of those that you actually should go see because it's – one of those classics. A, you can guide it on Amazon. It like is three definitely bucks. a classic. Guys, camera's so. not knocking this one. And then there's the 2001 Planet <laughs> of the Apes, which basically just took everything that was kind of good about the original one and was like, nah, we don't need that. Um, mm. Like, instead of actually doing cool science things, they just like fly into like a magnetic storm and somehow end up in the future, I guess. I think it's because Tim uh, that's you. Tim Burton. Like, mm-hmm. like he's more into the fantastical side of things. Like it Weird just happens. Side. Like we can't explain it. Like, yeah. Even trying to, it, it's like left open for interpretation. Yeah. Yeah, and that was one like the ending to that one, like where he goes back through the storm, gets back to Earth, and somehow, like, it's still Planet of the Apes. It's just in the normal timeline. And so, like, there's, like, ape, Abraham Lincoln. And so, it's just one of those, like... I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I think if the movie ended when he just, like, got in the pod and flew off, it would actually be a better movie. But I I feel like they felt like they just had to do some kind of ending twist. And it was just like, oh. By the way, apes have always been in control. I guess <laughs> like this is a thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I kind of put that movie like in the same category as the, whatever the dragon rain of fire. Okay. Yeah. Like where the idea of like the ideas that could have been there are a lot more interesting than the ideas that were. Mm. And so. Okay. But so that was my planet of the apes psychological torture. That well, put me we in. will have. The first one obviously wasn't. The second one, the maybe first one wasn't. Um, but we will. We might just have to continue later down the road, having you watch Planet of the Apes as we make you watch the sequels and stuff. Oh man! But those are like <laughs> actually true geek must watches. Like you don't necessarily have to. I don't think you necessarily have to like them or be huge fans of them, but they are something you should have like watched. Like you should see, know about this. Yes. So like I'll put the original one in that category, but like I don't know about those sequels <laughs> well i mean the sequels will the be re- like the newer ones are pretty good right and oh, even like the actual sequels the to the, the original like mm-hmm. the one is kind of a standalone thing that was kind of just like this weird thing that existed <laughs> and maybe mm-hmm. shouldn't have but it does and it shares a name with them but i don't know i think mm-hmm. the i think i think the actual planet of the apes lineup is actually pretty decent and the new ones are cool because they're like leading up into it they're the they're actually prequels mm-hmm. so, i like the first of the newer ones a lot 
That's pretty good. That one, James Franco? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Andy Serkis as Caesar. But I guess uh, so. We have this week's movie. Mm-hmm. And once again, they have given me the power to pick one for them both to watch. So the, if I could pick movies, they would actually be must-see movies. But at the same time, like this is this is one that Deanna is gonna enjoy because she was like this whole segment kind of started with corny '80s movies. And this is one yeah. of them. The movie, and it yep. is free for you to watch on Netflix for those who are interested. Is called. It's free Inner if you Space. pay for it month, month to month. Inner space, okay. Inner it's got space. Meg Ryan in it. It does. <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> um. Um. It also stars. Uh, Dennis Quaid. Yep. <laughs> What's his name? The rookie. Yeah. And Martin Short. I don't know. Martin Short might be my favorite guy. Like person yeah. in this movie um just because he's a really good comedian i think like in terms of like those slapstick kind of mm-hmm. settings um yep yep so we'll be watching yep. that one i'm kind of yeah, looking forward 19 to it. everything yeah. i love dorky 80s 80s movies and it's like a dorky sciencey type thing like this weird like that very much like the 80s style of it's like what what, what if this technology existed at this time and yeah it's like weird weird science <laughs> yes so i even think cameron's gonna enjoy this one truth be told i like corny movies just i think you'll enjoy this the, one the, he just the other doesn't ones we trust watch. anyone <laughs> I, I really think i've you been would. hurt before <laughs> scar <All right. laughs> um let's go on to anime anime so this week in anime so as we all know, one of my favorite animes returns this fall. Shokugeki no Soma. The cooking battle show. Which I love. I just love this show so much. I don't know why. But unfortunately, the one of the main characters, Erina, um, uh, her voice actor is apparently having to rest her voice in, like, due to some medical treatments. And throat issues. Aww. So she is being replaced um, last minute um, to be. Uh, her name was Risa Tanada. Tanada? 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 I don't mm. know. Sure. Um, and she will instead be voiced by Hisako Kanemoto for the third season. Um, and I guess we won't know what will happen for the fourth after. Like, maybe they'll go back, but. It's an interesting change, but at least it's not like, like I'm happy it's for reasons like that are kind of out of control versus yeah, we just let her go because we felt like making a random change like mm-hmm. some American studios do. Theoretically speaking. Theoretically, yeah, completely theoretically. <laughs> Never happened before, actually. It's just like, um, mm-hmm. um, so that's worth noting just because, like, voice acting is a huge part of what, like, brings anime to life. Um, also, a kind of, like, Studio Ghibli-esque uh, studio, Studio Ponic, um, recently released a movie called Mary and the Witch's Flower. Um, and I, I really want to watch this because it, like, kind of has that fantastical element that Ghibli has always done, that Miyazaki mm-hmm. has always been known for. Um and that kind of separates it from 
what was it uh your name you know his style versus mm-hmm. the yeah director of your name um so you still get that very and well it's been announced that this movie so it came out last month in japan is going to be coming to the u.s which is pretty cool so Yay. maybe we'll have a essentially a new studio ghibli if this kind of like obviously i don't want to ever like completely compare something but i really like that mm-hmm. art style and that fantastical storytelling um idea yeah. mm-hmm. um and it'll be cool to have something continue that legacy and even if it's not actually studio ghibli or Miyazaki itself kind of thing like it's not going to completely go away there's something else right. that's going to kind of mm-hmm. continue it like not to be compared to it but kind of like in that mm-hmm. theme or idea so i'm excited but that's all i have <laughs> i have no anime to actually talk about this week because I house it for a lady who doesn't have internet. Ah, who does that? Not even dial-up? Not even dial-up. Aww. Oh, well. well. It's good. Tanner's Tanner's awesome. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, so yeah, that's all for anime. So what do you have in tech? Oh, tech. Okay, no. Um... So What's the latest dongle news? <laughs> is that yeah, is that stop maybe it. that's what we should call this segment? Actually, it's just dongle news. Dongle news. Oh, new tech news tech segment name decided. It's no longer something Yay. witty. Something witty. It is dongle news. Um, so last week Boeing did, did something just because, and it's just really bizarre, and it was probably really expensive. Um, but last Wednesday, Boeing sent up a plane for like 20 something hours or wait, 18 hours. So they sent up a plane. Can you throw the link to this in the show notes? Yes. Like I saw this, but just for, just so I can find it quicker later. Yep. So last Wednesday, they sent up a, uh, 787. I guess this was kind of a test, I guess. An endurance test for 18 hours. And all it did was it. Flew in such a route that it outlined a giant plane <laughs> on GPS. <I> like. <laughs> we burned all that fossil fuel, guys. Look at us. Which is like with the 787 being like their new dream, like big luxury line <laughs> plane. Like they obviously with this testing. Like I love that they tested it this way. And just because like, yeah. well, we can set it up for 18 hours or we can do something cool while we set it up for 18 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like. Well, we might as well do something fun. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so they took off from Seattle and went out and they started like, so they flew off over and like flew over Michigan. And then from there, they took on this route where they just flew all over and perfectly outlined a large outline of a plane. That kind of sounds like a Top Gun kind of thing. Like permission to do a flyover, permission to draw a plane <laughs> with a plane. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. <laughs> I wonder what what all they had to like clear this with to do. Like, what was like the like they're like proposing this idea? It's like, hey, we want to draw a plane. It's like, okay, (laughs) you do know like that goes over normal flight paths, right? (laughs) Like other planes fly. Like we're gonna like divert things around you. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine when you're at that height too. Like you just tell them to fly like at a specific altitude. Yeah. And then, the, like, you don't have to divert routes. You just have everyone fly below that altitude. And then you don't have that problem. 
Yeah. Potentially. I don't know if that's how it works. I'm not a pilot or a <laughs> airspace Joe, engineer. Joe, if you listen to this, whatever. you can correct us on how planes work. Yeah. <laughs> Lift. Thrust. Magic. We don't know how this magic. all works. <laughs> it's <laughs> really up? magic. Why do I have to turn off my electronics? <laughs> it interferes Dude. with the magic. <laughs> we don't know how this works. It's magic. We're not trying to... Throw that link in the show notes, too. Um, as long as you put it in there, I'll put it up. Okay. <laughs> so it means it's not going to be in there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But. Uh, we also got leaks. Some leaks of the Google Pixel, like the next-gen Google Pixel. And apparently it looks a lot like last year's. Aw, sad face. There's also there's a reason that this is the dongle news segment. <laughs> um, there, It looks like it's not going to have, or one of the models won't have a headphone jack. <laughs> and so we'll be Why? using a dongle. Make it stop. But again, at the same time, don't forget, these are just leaks. So, like, there are yeah. no, like, final renderings of these I yet. hope that's a joke. Like, they added that in but... before they leaked it. Yeah, like... <laughs> I could see Just Google doing something people. like that too, especially with like intentional leaks. Oh. Um, but the biggest thing, like that, like my problem with like the original Google is that, so you have the two big, granted one has your speaker and everything, but the two big bezels on top and bottom, but the bottoms are just useless. Like we could like with Samsung's phones, you, you know, you have the touch capacitive buttons there, as mm-hmm. well as the home button, but all those are in the screen on the Google Pixels. Um, but so I guess we'll, we'll see more hopefully, uh, within the coming months on that. Um, it's still more than likely going to be my next phone. It does look maybe. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. and I talked about it on here. I am in need of a new phone. So yeah, he's in the market. Yeah, you are. Uh, what's your, what's your preference on dongles? <laughs> Cameron, are you about that dongle life? Um, not with you your phone. Not I'm with your phone. All about those dongles. About those dongles. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, Cameron doesn't like puns, but he's all about those parodies, I guess. <laughs> Ac- accurate. <laughs> if you put it in song form, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, you at least like put effort in. I think it takes effort to think of a pun sometimes. To, like and have it transition smoothly, like they never transition like it, smoothly. It's a ter- it's a, it's a skill to just have them become the head and just go with it. Um in other dongle news, um <laughs> Firefox is getting VR support. <laughs> For the listeners, Deanna had to like scoot away from the computer. Um <laughs> Anyway, continue. That's really all. Like it's a, it's it's an interesting thing to see browsers come with like get browser support. I'm not sure how it's exactly going to work or like what it's necessary. Is it just going to be able to actually have VR playback capabilities? Um, and I guess I question like is that really something to do with the browser or is that mostly video players that are web based? I don't know. Tech talk, tech talk, dongle talk. <laughs> Um, and with that, let's go on to Magic the Gathering and other tabletop games. Did we miss something last week, Cameron? Yeah, so um, last week, um, there was this thing called the Magic the Gathering Pro Tour. 
uh, for Pro Tour Hour of Devastation. Kind of a big deal, you know, maybe like theoretically one of the four big Magic tournaments of the year. Um, sure. That got missed. And so... Um, Cameron didn't put in the show notes, so... <laughs> I mean... And also, I wouldn't have known what to talk about, like, if I actually did. Like, I would have just been, like, trying to skim through as much Pro Tour information as possible to give you, like, highlights. And I'm really bad at that. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of highlights, um, I guess it's kind of a low light, actually. Um, <laughs> there was what's being called the biggest punt in um, Pro Tour history. Happened in the semifinals. Where a player, it was in game five, um, a player had the win on board and missed it. Um, and um, misplay was, yeah. And so, but they, uh, the guy is um, Yam Wing Chun, um, and he wrote an article um, about the basically his tournament experience and about the punt. Um, and so, he seems to be having like good spirits about it. Um, for those of you that are magic players, he had a hazard on board. Um, one card in hand, drew another card, um, went to combat, and wasn't able to attack with Hazret because he had two cards in hand. Oh. Um, and if he would have cast one of the cards before combat, he would have won. Ooh. And so... Mm. And so that was... Um, so he made... I mean, making it to the semis is, of course, still amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're talking... 200 of the best players ever and like making it to the semis is a huge deal um and i think it's his first pro tour top eight yeah and so he um that's really cool for him and that's still a great thing i mean i think i think also what's great about like things like that that happen in like in these big shows like it doesn't say anything about yam wing chun and his ability to play it just shows that even the best players are prone to make mistakes, yeah. even game losing mistakes, like misplays yeah. that cost you where like the entire thing. So one of the things that will probably happen with this makes me think is I, I can bet make it. He's going to be asked to sign hazards for the rest of his <laughs> life. Like that's going to become a joke of just like, Hey, will you sign this card for me? But let's see other magic news. Uh, oh, we'll throw a link to the whole pro tour. If you want to go watch some of it, there's the draft on there. It's off. I hate watching draft. Um, but the actual games are fun. Um, I think the top eight had six mono red decks. And so... Really? That's a lot of mono red. Yeah. I love that idea. And so they're all the same the same style deck that this guy was playing. And so let's see. I think it was a couple weeks ago. So other news now. We got the Hascon promos, which are $30. You can buy them at Hascon, or you can um, buy them online. Um, and so one is Dungeons & Dragons themed, one is Transformers, and then one is Nerf. Um, and so they actually look pretty cool. Um, I think at least the sword, um, the sword of Dungeons & Dragons, is going to be in I like it. the new unset. But... One of the big pieces of news is that they put up the original, like, actual print of the Sword of Dungeons & Dragons on eBay, and it sold for over $8,000. I think Ooh. it's a cool-looking... Gosh. And so we'll throw, the, we'll throw the link I want to the it. picture in, uh, in, <laughs> the, in, the, um, in the show notes. But Damn it's, it. like I said, it's cool art. They did a really good job with it. Cameron, you are going to Hascon as of now. No, I'm just... <laughs> I'm giving you $600 going to be a super fan bundle. <laughs> Someone buy this for us. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would 
I actually kind of like Grimlock, who's the, the Transformers themed one, because you could actually play him as a commander, because he's a legendary Ooh. creature. You just have to get your play group to allow Silver Border cards, which doesn't seem that crazy for commander. And then it was kind of fun to see somebody like sit down and because he um, he's a flip card, and so but his um, to transform him the card you have to cha- transform a transformer, which she's the only one. And so no, like an actual like toy transformer. Oh. <laughs> and so I really want to like sit down at the table and play with somebody and have them like bring out their transformer toy. I love so it. So that they can convert it to. Flip I also him. like the Nerf War one. You fire a Nerf Blaster until empty at target library at least two meters away. That's awesome. For each card knocked off that library, put it into its owner's graveyard. And Nif Ward <laughs> deals half damage. Half a damage to that player. And so I feel like I heard that there's a video. Um, I might have found it. Yeah, that was posted on the Wizards Twitter account of them testing. Uh, or I'll post it on a Twitter account of them testing this card. And so, and like what the distance had to be and stuff and making sure it was actually like feasible with various nerf guns to knock cards over. Well, I mean like their newest lineup, the rival lineup. And so you are going to knock some cards off with that, with the rival lineup. You've got to, because it's shooting those, uh, dip dimpled balls instead of the darts. I also, I do like that. They have to clarify on the, um, on the card that you have to use, um, specific types of bullets does it um, it's like the last line it's like the reminder text on the card is uh <laughs> no in quotations foam darts only foam darts only and so so we can't use the uh rivals series and so i just think it's funny that they included that probably did it because and of the rival series slash so people aren't shooting yeah. real darts also maybe i mean like i think nerf also makes things that like shoot like little discs and stuff like that oh that's oh, yeah. right I, I can see that and so Let's see. Then the last piece of magic news that we have is that Commander 2017 spoilers have actually started. And we're actually getting non-leaked cards. You mean we um, got one since? <laughs> like one? Well, yeah, sorry. If, so in the, yeah, there's the link. Um, Mythic spoiler hasn't been updated yet. So oh, you have hasn't. to use the second okay. link I in the show notes. And so I wasn't sure if it just hadn't been updated as of when I was doing that earlier today, but they still haven't gotten to it. So does so. that mean we officially have all four things figured out or is it just, Oh yeah. That's a piece of news that y'all that um, got missed last week. There was like a Japanese magazine that said that basically spoiled what all four of them were. Oops. Um, and so it was interesting that it happened. So the last one was, is Grixis wizards. Okay, so, so but it is still a class based. Yeah, it is still class based. Awesome. And so, <laughs> but all the all the spoilers that we have as of recording, um, that are new, are all for the cat deck. Cat and deck. And so, kitties. Um, so there's some interesting cards. <laughs> there's kind of a whole lot of meh, also, but one of my favorites is Bloodforged Warax, which is maybe not the name. It's in a different language. Um, but you equip it, and then whenever the equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, you get a copy of the equipment. And so it kind of just, like, makes more and more of itself. <laughs> and so that's kind of fun. I, I like Alms Collector, not going to lie. Yeah, there's... Alms Collector's pretty solid. 
It's a pretty um, good if card. If an opponent would draw two or more cards, instead you and that player each draw a card. Yeah. And so you play it against someone who just more draws fair, cards. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's a more fair like Notions Thief or Leovold. And so. Super cool. But. It'll be cool. I, I'm excited for those two. I also don't have to spend as much money because I only have four decks to buy. Yep. All right. And then, oh. and we are stupid. I think we have a few corrections. Oh, we, got, we got one board game news. So first oh. correction, there's board game news. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Target is adding 50 more board games to their shelves. And I was like, I just want to so go to bed. She's like sitting around <laughs> like, in the tired. background. And <laughs> it's latest for me. And so it's true. Um, and so actually, like, if you're into, like, hobby board gaming, Target actually has, like, a really solid selection of stuff that's not just, like, Monopoly and Risk. <laughs> and so they're adding a bunch more to it. Um, and so that's really cool. There's also a bunch games. online. And so definitely okay. go check that out. I'm I think excited it to might see, already be in stores. Like, I, hope, so. I kind of hope our Target sees a lot like this expansion, but I kind of also doubt they th that they will. And part of me also hopes they mm -hmm. don't get it because I think White Knight deserves all the, the business. Shout out to White Knight. Yes. Mm -hmm. Local game shops, people. LGSs. Yeah. Yep. Shop there. Gotta support them. Support unless small they're businesses. way overpriced. Unless yeah, unless they're one of those that like doesn't sell at MSRP and like sees things actually selling for more and mm. tries to do that investment business model instead of mm -hmm. I just want people to come play games with me. No. Your friendly local, your friendly neighborhood local yeah. LGS, not your <laughs> capitalist money grabber. Yeah, vulture, yeah. not your yeah. not your, not your vulture LGS. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we do have some corrections from mm -hmm. last week. Um, some of them are more of clarifications yeah. um, than there are actual corrections. The first one is um, Deanna. What is the name? of the legendary bird from the first Pokemon game that's made out of electricity. Zapdos? That's correct. There's not a A in the middle of the name. I've been saying Zapdos How? since the stinking movie came Cameron, out. Did, <laughs> did you hear her say that, or did someone point that out to you? Oh, I heard her say it. Okay. Like, I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, how did you pick up on that at two times speed? <laughs> that, that's the impressive part. <laughs> that is super impressive. Like, oh, like she was, definitely threw an A in like, there. <laughs> so she said it, and then I was like, wait. Really? And so then I rewound it and listened oh, okay. to it again. That's yeah, how like I she did it. Yep, it is. For it is. She does say Zapdos. I wasn't aware it was wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, so. You're done goofed. Ugh. I'm still going to call it Zapdos. Uh, <laughs> and then let's see. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> and then last week, y'all were talking about Valerian. Um, and so one of the things just to point out is that it was originally a French comic book. Mm. And so that was one, it didn't like really pertain to what y'all are talking about. No, but. Because we are talking about how before it was apparently yep. an anime, like it right. had an anime adaptation before and it was so. a feature length film. Yeah. And I think y'all had just said at one point, like you were wondering if it was a manga or something. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. And so, um, it's French. And then the last one was oui. last week. Y'all talked about, to, um, and there might have also been a manga, just to clarify, but um, I do not know, but it was originally a French comic book. Um, and then last week, y'all talked about Cauldron um, coming to Kickstarter, and so... Um, that was just straight up wrong, wasn't it? 
Yeah, that was just wrong. They um, are... you, if you go to their Kickstarter, you can link to their website where you can buy the game. Right. So they are doing but... another printing where you can actually buy it again. Yeah. I think was the and news. so. Okay. Um, that was wrong. That, that was all I found for corrections. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like we've had any feedback, but we'd love to hear your feedback. And you can uh, contact us, talk to us on various platforms at one geek 411 on Facebook, Twitter, and PlayStation Community, or you can email us at 1stgeek411 at gmail.com. Rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play, and check out the show notes on our website, onegeek411.com. And you can also chat with us on our personal Twitter accounts. Mine is Deanna790. Mine's Humar Whittle. And I'm at Not So Foreign. Thanks for listening, guys.